welcome to the latest edition of the Best in Leeds podcast. You're here with Craig and Sam. Sam, um, you, how was light night last night? You went there. I did. Light night uh, came back, started last night, and it was brilliant. Had a really good night. Um, I think, first of all, I've not seen Leeds City Centre that busy in a long time. Uh, we're talking Christmas lights yeah. level of crowding. Amazing. Like we got stuck in Millennium Square at one point because there was like a one end one way in one way out system sort of happening and mm. nobody was moving and it was a little bit like oh god we may have to live here um but no really really uh great night the installations are incredible we um the huge inflatable sort of white men that yeah you they look Victoria amazing Gate and Brigger, yeah the Brigitte when we walked around the corner and it was just there and it was a bit freaky um but no they look fantastic lots of people posing for pictures with those we saw the parade, which uh, obviously was a Thursday night. It isn't coming back this evening, but there's plenty of pictures on the website if you do want to see what happened there, um, and a brilliant video as well. So the parade was fantastic. Huge suffragette statues celebrate the um, 100 years since the first sort of groups of women got the vote. And this huge puppet, little puppet, which was the star of the show. <laughs> Everyone loved it. It was so... The puppeteers handling it did really well. It was interacting yeah. with the crowd. Um, got some really cute pictures of it sort of shaking hands with these little kids in push chairs. Again, go on the website to take a look. Um, so yeah, it was fantastic. Chaos was projected onto the Civic Hall. So that was really atmospheric sort of light show with this very sort of sombre music mm. going on as well. And then down at the Queen's by the train station, uh, there was a dragon uh, that seems to take over the Queen's Hotel. The way Amazing. they projected it looked like it was genuinely inside the building. There was and a then, bit of shock and fear then in the air. Yeah, there was some smoke coming out of it. It was like uh, there was actual fire coming off the roof. Like it was impressive. <laughs> there was a kid, though, bless her, sat just behind us who screamed her head off all the way through and clearly thought it was real. And I think I would too. Was traumatised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but no, the really good street food market in Cookwood Street as well. If you're going tonight, check that out. It was just a lovely event. I think it's so nice to see, obviously, the city centre busy and families out, you know, not just people going out to pubs, but people coming together for sort of a cultural event. And, yeah, stunning pictures and stuff that and come out of it as well. Best ever, are we saying? It's certainly the best I've been mm. to. I remember when it first started... Um, I went the first year it was on, and there were some bits and pieces going on, but I do think it's getting bigger and better each mm. year. I think they're getting more ambitious with it. They're getting more sort of interactive stuff in there as well. Like There was some um, swings set up in the train station, and you could put on virtual reality sort of goggles. And That's really cool. Yeah. Right? It's obviously getting people involved as well, isn't it? It's not just watching it, you're actually part of it. Definitely. What's going on as well. Yeah, and then there was the circus skills in Kirkgate Market. Obviously, the success of the late markets there. All the um, food traders sort of stayed open a bit later as well, mm. so that was really cool. So yeah, brilliant, brilliant event, and if you can get down tonight, it's running from 6 to 11, and you can just wander across the city. There's stuff going on at Leeds Dock, Quarry Hill, Millennium Square, in front of the Town Hall, um, and then down by the train station as well. So it's a really nice sort of... And it's staying dry, luckily, as well with the weather, so it's a nice opportunity just to wander around the city and appreciate sort of the cultural that scene that always that we helps have. isn't it with the weather um, yes absolutely we should probably mention then I mean you've alluded to obviously the, um, it being on tonight we're doing a little bit of time hopping in this edition so we're recording on Friday the 5th of yes. October so yes you've still got light night to come tonight mm -hmm. but if you're listening maybe after that point you haven't but yes just to let you know what we've got on this edition we've got the panto preview we went and met two of the stars oh no the we haven't oh, sorry lovely stuff um, <laughs> Yes, we've got, to we, do that. we've got the panel. <laughs> it's behind me, isn't it? Now it's fine. Um, we've got the um, 
We've got the panel preview <laughs> with Milton Jones and uh, Martin Kemp of yes. Standard Ballet. What we've, an unusual duo that is. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll come to that, but yeah, it was a bit odd. And then um, Nathan, who's a friend of the show, one of our colleagues, he went to see the orchestral... Orchestral? Orchestral, not orchestral, that would be something else. <laughs> orchestral um, performance of the Notorious B.I.G.'s back catalogue nice. at the O2. That was interesting. Um, and he's going to give you a review of that. And also, I've been chatting to um, up-and-coming singer Lily Moore, who's at the High Park Book Club tonight. So tonight is in Friday, October the 5th. Yeah. Just to, just to go a bit if back to the future. If you're after the Friday, you've missed it, but I'm sure you'll enjoy the interview anyway. But you can hop in DeLorean and go back, it's fine. It's yeah, right. yeah, that works, isn't it? But yes, um, to our first feature. So, as Sam mentioned, <laughs> it's nearly panel season. Um, not quite, but it's nearly. It uh, and yes, yeah, so Martin Kemp and Milton Jones, so singer, actor with um, quite a famous comedian, teaming yeah. up. Yeah. It's a bit odd, isn't it? It's definitely not the duo double act you'd expect, but no, I'm intrigued. No. I think it'll work quite well. I, I think love so. Milton Jones. His Radio 4 comedy is fantastic. He's got such a distinct kind of voice and style that yes. I think he'd be great in Panto because he's kind of brash. He's quite eccentric I mean? as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's got that. I can definitely see kids enjoying his, his humour. So, yeah, they were both down at the um, First Out Arena, which is where the show's going to take place. It's a very short run. It is there between uh, December 21st and 21st. So, Oof, for, for Panto, you know, yeah, get there or you'll miss it type thing, yeah, I guess. Yeah, right before Christmas, though, which is nice. I always, this might be me being weird, but if I'm going to see Panto, I have to go before Christmas. I think if you see it in January, it feels odd. Yeah, Panto in January, I never get that. Um, no, because some of them run, I know, like, the Bradford ones run right up until January, I think. Yeah. Maybe some of the Leeds ones do as well. I've not checked, but yeah, it always feels odd to me. One's Christmas, like pre-Christmas event. If if we end up plugging any of them, I'm sure they'll be great in January. Yeah, but no, absolutely. <laughs> this I'm well aware this is just me being weird. Like I'm not saying this is normal. If you love a January panto, knock yourself yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. We're digressing, but they have uh, pantos in like Easter now, don't they? Oh yeah, Halifax do it. And uh, it's always got strange. the actress from Tracy Beaker in it. Oh, Danny. Danny, some Harman. Harman. I was thinking Harman. So maybe it is that. We have got a computer for the computer. Strength in numbers. We'll yeah. say Danny Harman. She's always in the Easter one. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Yeah, it's. Um, if it'd feel weird in January for me, I don't think I could do an Easter panto. No, it's it's a bit odd. But um, anyway, regarding the upcoming <laughs> one at the uh, the uh, first direct, it is Peter Pan. Woo. And. As well as the two stars that came, the biggest star that came with them was this big animatronic um, crocodile. Yeah, I saw and that in your video. Not to ruin what happens in Peter Pan, but the crocodile plays quite a big, active role, it's doesn't it? certainly, yeah, an imp- a significant plot point. You know, in case there's any children out there who have never seen Peter Pan, which I think is unlikely, but anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the, so the crocodile, the croc turned up at the arena and was actually... No disrespect to the two guys, but the biggest draw, really. Oh, although, definitely. Although, to be fair, when I was there... Um, so the two guys were like posing for pictures and video with the crocodile and like pretending to be eaten by it and etc and all that and um, this old, little old lady came up to Martin Kemp and just gave him a big kiss on the cheek Aww. so yeah big span oh, that's adorable it was, it was really nice like, what was really good about it was that she cut right across the photography being t- taking place with us. I found it quite funny yeah like all <laughs> just the, like everybody she, li- she literally did like he was posing she just came up like in the middle of all that and was kissing yeah. on the cheek and like, I thought it was really good ignoring everything that was happening yeah. that was really cute uh, just to mention Pavis, just to do a quick plug obviously we've got this brilliant one at the arena which we'll hear more about in a moment um, but do you need to mention we've got the Carriage Works who I yeah. believe are doing Sleeping Beauty no, Beauty and the Beast this year. I'm getting panto confused. But no, they are. So that's at the Carriage Works. And we've also got the Rock and Roll Cinderella. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. Panto at the City Varieties, which has a live band on stage. And there's this 
thing about a boulder fight. I've not been, but I've heard it's an absolute riot. So yes, it's more, <laughs> there's so much panto in Leeds. So you can definitely find a show that, that works for you. Yeah, and we'll let you um, find out a bit more about the arena one from Martin and Milton now. Oh, we're here to promote Peter Pan, obviously, the uh, Christmas spectacular that is coming to Leeds. And uh, it, it's, I did it last year down in London, in Wembley, and it is the, the most amazing Christmas event. It's, uh, it's one that you have to take your kids to. Uh, it's the largest props I have ever worked with in my life. Like full-size galleons, there's that yeah. crocodile that was outside a minute yeah. ago that uh, is just humongous. There's like a hundred cast. Yeah, there's yeah. waterfalls, there's everything you can imagine has been thrown at this. Yeah. And uh, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's an arena spectacular. So there are up to some five, 6,000 people in the yeah. audience at one time. I get to drive a boat around the arena. Uh, there's just the dancers, there's acrobats, there's, uh, there's comedy even, I hear. Um, <laughs> there's all sorts, all sorts, uh, something for everything. And it goes in and out of the audience. So it's an immersive thing. It's not just people watching the stage and there's a video wall. So there's no curtains and stuff. It's not like old school. It's uh, the future, basically. And how are you looking forward to working with each other as well? It's going to be great, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, we work in a funny business, don't we? We're, where you're, you're kind of like put together by different yeah. people. And uh, listen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's one great. of the best things about what I do, certainly, is to meet people from other disciplines and yeah. what they do. And you'd never have met them in a million yeah. miles uh, otherwise. So I'm looking forward to it. Fantastic. And chaps, can you just tell us a little bit about what we're going to expect? So it's going to be good family fun, isn't it? What are we going to expect this Christmas if you come along <laughs> to Peter Pan? is going to be the biggest Christmas event, biggest Christmas spectacular you've ever seen. Mm. And you'll be shocked. When they first told me about this, and they told me about the size it was and the scale it was all based on, uh, I kind of said, yeah, OK, I understand. But when I got into rehearsals last year, I was shocked. Yeah. And uh, so this is what we're bringing to Leeds. Fantastic. Good luck, gentlemen. Cheers. Thank you. Yes, that's the guys who are starring in Peter Pan the Panto. It is at the first Abbott's Arena from December 21st to the 23rd. Um, if you want to find more out, more about it or get tickets, visit the uh, arena's website and it'll all be there for you. Um, moving swiftly on to Panto and to Crocodiles to orchestras and the Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, they were going highbrow for the next bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nothing if not varied this edition. Um, yeah, so Sam... Nathan went to see this, like, you might have seen a bit of it with, like, Daft Punk, there's been, like, a few sort of orchestra yeah. performances. So now, um, there's always B.I.G., they're doing that now, and um, it came. It stops at the, um, I said the first time, it stops at the O2 Academy, mm-hmm. um, just a week or so back, and Nathan went to see it, and it was, um, you, you'll find that in a minute, but it was a really sort of different concept, I think. And it's so interesting when you, you take two genres like this, like mm. classical music and then obviously rap and just go, okay, let's see what happens. It's so intriguing as a concept. Um, I think my other half would really enjoy it, actually. Really? He's, yeah, um, he loves that kind of remixing sort of stuff, so. I think it's quite cool, not to be too morbid, I think it's quite cool, though, when you know you can't see that artist now anyway. Yeah, so let's so do a let's give it a different, yeah, yeah, different vantage of it, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a bit like, I mean, it's clever what they can do. It's like after, I mean, it wasn't a music show particularly, but after David Bowie passed away, mm. uh, Adam Buxton did, yeah, took yeah. his Bowie show on tour. And, you know, you are just sat in a room with a lot of people watching videos, essentially, but the way it was curated and mm. the, the celebration of the music was just so lovely to see. And I imagine with something like this, it's quite similar. It's like, okay, we know you love this uh, this artist, you know you love their back catalogue, let us show you it in a completely different way. Yeah, exactly, and it was completely different because Nave said, um, well, he'll, he'll tell you in a sec, but he said that you know, there's a 
big, big, big bunch of um, instruments there, obviously as well, and like a couple of different performers and mm-hmm. musicians, and um, yeah, it sounds something like really unique. So Nathan's here with us, returning to the podcast, going to tell us about um, the show we've seen at the weekend, the Notorious B.I.G. and orchestral rendition. Nath, so how was it then? Bit of a different show. Yeah, it was interesting. I didn't. It caught my attention initially because I never thought those two things would go together. To be yeah. honest, um, you know, but. So I didn't really know what to expect um, when I turned up at the O2 on Sunday. Um, to be fair, I, I found it thoroughly enjoyable. You know, I thought it might be a little bit more about the music. You mm. know, with it being orchestral because it's a 16-piece orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got everyone from they had a guy on xylophones. They had um, someone on the trombone. You know, they had a brass section. They had violinists. All doing solos. <laughs> yeah, there was a few solos actually. <laughs> Um, so I, I thought it might be a bit more about the music, but they also had um, three rappers on stage. Um, so for those who didn't know, they were, went through uh, Ready to Die, um, which is B.I.G.'s first album. So they did all the tracks off that, and they're obviously really passionate about it. Um, you know, it's quite loud. They were quite sort of active and bouncing around. With the Americans, yeah? Yeah, they yeah. were Americans. Um, they could get really into it. You know, they were so passionate about it. One of them was like... Um, you know, if if you don't don't get into this next song, I'm just gonna go. I don't care. You know, <laughs> you've paid the money, but you know, you're just gonna waste it because I'm gonna go. The, I'm, you know, I'm so passionate about this kind of rap. Was it a proper like sort of bit of a drama then, basically like a little of, bit? Yeah, yeah. They, they were. Um, I th- obviously, the crowd were quite into it, and there yeah. were a lot of big fans. Um, however, it was a Sunday night, so they did take a bit of a while to get everyone going. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the only criticism I have of it would maybe be you know at times there were various sections of the orchestra a bit drowned out you know it's quite a lot of sound you know you've got mm. someone on, on the drums then you've got three rappers and then you've got someone on the bass and a guitarist and there were times i think you know like the violinists and um especially the guy in the xylophone kind of getting <laughs> drowned out you know and uh, they all they let sort of each of them have solos and there was a section where they took the brass um, guys off so I think there was a guy on the sax guy on the trumpet and a guy on the trombone they basically took them out so you could hear the strings and that kind of worked but they're obviously well versed it was their last um, it was their last show of the tour I was going to say there's been there's been a few recently because I've, I've, I've been intrigued by these because obviously there's been this one and then there's been a Kanye West one I've seen as well and also the Daft Punk one that came to Leeds a few weeks back as well oh, okay, yeah. so so is it maybe we'd fair to say a bit of a work in progress sort of like it's a good idea but maybe not quite there I think yet, so or? yeah so th- it, was, it was quite slick and they're obviously well versed and been playing together for a while you could tell that oh and they had a, another vocalist who was backing up the three rappers as well yeah, I forgot yeah. to mention an incredible voice um, but yeah I think maybe it could be it tweaked slightly you know maybe even if you had sort of one guy rapping and um, you know because it is a lot of different instruments and everything they're all competing and uh, like I said certain points you felt like you know they were getting drowned out and but yeah, I mean, it could be tweaked, but overall, really good show. If I was going to push the knife, rating out of five would be? Oh, I'd give it a three. Three? Um, yeah, I think, obviously, they're really passionate about what they did. And, you know, like I said, it's quite a slick production. Um, but yeah, just uh, could be tweaked, maybe. Could have been done slightly better and maybe a bit more focus on the music rather than the rap. Although it is, it is a rap show, so... Maybe I should just shut up. <laughs> no, no, mate. Yeah. Um, we appreciate that, and thank you for coming back to the Best in these podcast, and we'll see you again soon, I hope. Cheers, mate. Yes, that was Nathan's view on it. Sam, so I think, I think Nathan certainly enjoyed it, but maybe 
he thought there could be a bit of fine tuning for what we were discussing there. Yeah, I suppose your view of it's going to depend on how big a fan you are of that artist, are you? Because you're going to pretend that they can't touch. Yes. You know what I mean? You can't improve on that perfection. But you know, hammer time then, like. Uh, nearly. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it was a Sunday night as well, which Nate was saying, so that's, um, I guess, a factor, isn't it? You're probably not as in the mood to party as maybe you would yeah, be on a Yeah, you're Friday thinking that you've got to go to work the next day. It's yeah. not like you can have that much to drink. You have to kind of be a bit more sensible about it. Um, and speaking of tours, so Lily Moore is um, an up-and-coming singer-songwriter who we mentioned earlier on. She is at High Park Book Club tonight, so that is tonight as in Friday, October the 5th. The, f- the third time I said that, which yep. is nice. There's like the hat trick of, you know, mentioning <laughs> um, yeah, so Lily- That's so we're not clear. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. It, well, it is a bit of a weird addition with the back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Lily is here. I had a chat with her. You might notice as well in the chat that we did it over the phone. So we encountered a couple of issues here and there, so we had to like oh. do it again. But technical uh, problems. Technical problems. So you might you might notice a bit of uh, tinniness, but yeah, we got there in the end. Okay, good. Um, Lily was speaking to her a little bit about obviously the gig. It's the first proper like um, tour of this nature. She played some really cool cities. Like I think she was like she started back in old old town, which is Brighton. Okay. And then like she was going off to Manchester and a few other places. Um, I'm gonna play the ignorance card at this point. I've not heard of her. No. So no. how would you describe her to well, somebody like me that's going who? Well, I, well, I asked that very exact question, which is in a sec, actually. Okay, like, yeah, cool. Because well, obviously, you know, that, that's, that is a fair point. Um, she's sort of, she's quite solely, she's quite sort of like big, powerful voice, that kind of stuff. And like, she sort of says about her gigs, you know, she wants everyone to come and just have a great time, as you would say, she wants everyone to come have a good time. Yeah. And just like, get loose and get, you know, have, have a bit of an answer, really. I think that's, a, and I think Hyde Park, book club's a good kind of venue for that because mm. it's not as sort of formal as some of the other venues that you can play in Leeds you know what I mean it's got that kind of hipster vibe to it I don't know it's a hipster vibe but it has it's, it's an emerging venue isn't it and got, it's quite different I got the impression from speaking to her and obviously doing my research a little bit I think artists and venue would go hand in hand I think yeah and that's, and that's obviously cool that's ideal and that's why you book them sort of places yeah um, yeah yeah, and the other thing is that she sort of took, um, as she probably mentioned on the interview, she took a bit of inspiration from people like Etta James. Oh, okay. And um, uh, Lauren Hill as well. Ooh, so this sounds good. It's that sort of mix, yeah. So you'd have to be fast, because obviously you have to listen to this and book your ticket straight away, or to look at the door. <laughs> but if you, if you like... Run, this, people, run! If you like the sound of what we're saying now, and you like the sound of Lily when you hear her interview in a second, yep. get down to Hyde Park Book Club tonight. <laughs> yeah. And if not, just I'm sure she's going to play other dates. I'm, I'm sure she'll come back to leave. I mean, this, but, is, you know. <laughs> this, is the, this is not the last gig I would emphasize as well. Yeah, um, and yeah, we can find it on Spotify as well. I'm sure. So it's not you know, it isn't the end tonight. No. Um, yeah, but have a listen to what Lily's got to say. And I say, apologies, the lines a bit um, crackly, but we did the best we could with it. Songwriting wise, I love Bob Dylan and, and Neil Young. I love the way mm. they write songs. Like Joni Mitchell, they're all amazing writers. But sound wise, I'd say. Probably Aretha Franklin, Etta Jane, Irma Thomas, Ella Fitzgerald. Um, and they're all the people that I would want to, that I think the way they sing, I love. Um, so for me, it's about, I don't know, having a big voice and, and how to sing with a, with a big voice, but also say, say things that are hard to say in a way that they would. And, and I, I was going to say Lily as well. I think um, I think that kind of sound, particularly somewhere like High Park Book Club, would be great because it's like it's a really lovely venue, and I think like quite a big sort of soulish or like yourselves would um, really go down well there. 
It's I quite a, like the little venues. Yeah, it's quite it's quite an intimate one, but it's it's got loads of character in the room, and it's um it's quite it's quite good because you get like a lot of sort of students and young professionals there as well. It's in a really great area as well, so a lot there'd be a lot of football around there as well. I'd have thought. Yay! Sounds good. I like it. I I really just like any of the the northern shows. They're always such good fun. Well, well, I was gonna, I was going to mention as well um, with the northern shows. Um, you finished off obviously at the neighbourhood festival. So you mentioned live at Leeds as well. Has it been quite a busy summer for sort of festivals and them having the shows as well? Yeah, it's been, it was a crazy summer. Fun. There's not really any other way I'd want to spend it <laughs> than playing festivals. And it's also it's great when you get the chance to stay to stay the whole time. That's even better. Like down on the farm, I ended up going on Thursday. I was playing till Saturday, Sunday, just to make a bit of a weekend of it. Yeah, yeah. Why, why not? Um, that was cool. Huh? As I say, why not? If you get the opportunity to, why not make the weekend of it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was that was really cool. Probably not the wisest idea because if you're not playing till Sunday, it's been there Thursday. You're a bit <laughs> yeah. like feral by the time it actually gets round to your gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you've been in a tent for like four days, so it was posh camping though. A little bell tent upgraded, so that was lovely. Yeah, lovely. But yeah, I love festivals. Um, and normally I love doing the north, like just camping with my mates, but I have the responsibility of not being completely useless by Sunday. So, <laughs> yeah, we did it a bit bougie. And what else did I do? We did quite a lot of just like gay festivals. Um, my brain's gone a bit blank with what that, because we did do a lot this summer. Boardmasters was amazing. Did the whole weekend there. Um, the day I played, though, it was hilarious it was raining so much that my set list dissolved and then it was yeah it was just it was ridiculous and then i actually started laughing my head off on stage which has never happened before but my keyboard player bow was getting so drenched that someone had to come on with a towel and like wipe his head oh, wow. i just thought it was hilarious so we had to yeah we i felt that a bit early because i thought everyone probably wants to go dry off now um but it was a, yeah, it was a great summer. You mentioned obviously the tours um, a full week. Are you, what, what are you going to do after that? You're going to sort of go back and do a bit more recording. What's what's lined up next? Ooh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have a couple of days off just mm. to chill and reset, um, and then just get back to writing really because I guess it would have been a week of kind of travelling and just having time to sit and reflect and um, yeah, I think I just I want to get back and write some songs. And, do some more gigs, maybe go on tour. I'll probably do another tour, hopefully, <laughs> with someone before the end of the year because everyone stopped touring again then. Um, I missed it this summer. The festivals are great, but I really love it when you go, you go away for a couple of weeks and you can kind of submerge yourself in it. That's a good feeling. Yeah, exactly. And and just on that, I mean, you've toured with obviously some really big artists out there. Do you learn quite a lot when you've gone out on, on the road with them? Yeah. I learned a lot from them. I'm so lucky, actually, that they've all they've all been tours that I've really enjoyed, and they've been lovely to me. But yeah, definitely learn a lot from watching them. How hard they work as well. There'd be the odd day where I'd think, "Oh, I'm going to complain. I'm tired," and then I would realise that they've just been sitting in HMV for like five hours meeting fans, or they've been doing promo, and I'd kind of be like, "Not going to say that I'm tired, actually." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they work bloody hard, so. 
yeah, really good to be surrounded by, by people like that. Um, very hard working, everyone up in a way with. And, and Lily, I was going to just say, just um, just finally as well, I guess for anyone coming to the show, all the, the shows this week, what can they expect? They can expect me to talk lots of nonsense on stage, because I'm good at that, and also me to sing my heart out, and I've got a full band now, so it might be a bit loud, <laughs> but you know, that's good, that's a good sign, and what else? I give out free CDs, so, you know, there's no other reason to come. You can get some of the Christmas presents free. Um, yeah, exactly. And there'll be beer. You can have a drink. So, yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like a great night. Um, Lily, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. I really appreciate I'm it. And have a good look, obviously, with the tour as well. I'm sure it'll go great. Thank you very much. Sorry about the signal. Oh, no, sorry about what, that, yeah. Maybe it's my phone. No, sorry. I, I, I just, just lovely to speak to you. You too, thank you. And have a great tour as well. Yes, that was Lily. She's um, very charismatic and like just really bubbly. And, like I quite, I quite enjoyed it, even despite the the phone issues we had. She's just very bubbly, full of life, like you know, that kind of stuff. Like just, just embraced it all. I, I guess for her, you know, some artists might have been like, oh my god, like I've done this before when I'm going through like a yeah, conveyor belt of this. She's just happy, just never go again. Fine. Yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting time for her as well. She's setting out on her first sort of you know, major tour and playing cities yeah. and doing all that, that's brilliant. And she um she went on like she's been doing a lot of supporting sets with like, you know, bigger artists and yeah. that kind of stuff. She's done like a lot of festivals all the summer as well. But yeah, no, she's really good and um obviously enjoy the gig tonight if you get there, but if not, make sure you want to check her out on Spotify. And Sam, I think we're gonna look to um, bring the edition to a close, but I think before we go we need to have a little chat about our best and lead awards. We do, they're now launched and live. Uh, all systems go. Yeah, we need a fanfare trumpet or some kind we of we used to have a bell that's we did have a bell <laughs> um, so yes best in Leeds uh, nominations are now open and we need you to go to leeds-live.co.uk and if you look on the homepage about halfway down there is a massive best in Leeds awards logo that you cannot miss click on there fill out the form tell us which venues events places should absolutely get an award from us. I was going to do. I was going to say because I, I nearly googled it, but I was going to try and work out if I could name all the categories because this will be interesting. Ooh, for us, category bingo. Okay, so I did this the other day when we were filming to launch. So it. we've got how many? Is it nine? There's eight. Eight categories, I think. Is there nine? I, I, I think I think there's um, I can I can tell you. So when when we went to launch it, we might hear the at the um. Oh yeah. <laughs> when we went to launch it, we might hear the at the uh, founder when he helped us out. I did like do it impromptu all the categories but I that's brilliant I, I did say I was like oh maybe just do one or two because I can't remember all of them I actually got them all so to be fair pre-launch your entire life was those categories yeah. so they should be impinged on your brain and we had a big conversation about which categories were and weren't going to feature the link myself I will, okay. I will load this up for you Sam yep. and you can tell me if I get it right Absolutely. this is like a reverse of <laughs> this is like the old sense thing again but yeah and I, I'm sort of harder like, if anything it's weird because I'm sort of loading up for you as well um, yeah okay, so. just don't look Right, okay, yep, go. So, the categories in the Best in Leeds Awards 2018, to the best of my recollection, are Best Restaurant, Ding, Best Bar, Ding, Best Pub, Ding, Best Cocktail Bar, Ding, Best Street Food, Ding, Best Live Music Venue, Ding, Best Event, Ding, uh, Best Coffee Shop, Ding, Is there one more? There is one more. Oh, why is there one more then? This is one that me and you have discussed a lot, which will give you a clue. 
Oh, I know the one. Yeah, I should have got this one first, actually. It's the best alternative event or venue Ding, type thing. Yeah. Yeah. There we well go. Done. So the first nine, then, yeah? Nine. Yeah. Cool, yeah. So um, <laughs> That's you, impressive. You did better than me in all sense. That's good. If you know any businesses that might fit in any of them nine categories, yeah, please. Yeah, and nearly everything does. I mean, everyone has a like, best live music venue, a spot for choice in Leeds. Um, coffee shop, ooh, I can see that one being quite competitive as well mm. because there's so many lovely independent coffee shops in Leeds. Um, me and my boyfriend have already argued over best pub, so that's going well. Okay, that's good. Um, and then yeah, restaurants, bars. We just we need you to tell us just the the places that really deserve this recognition. Definitely, and I, and I think I said in the video several times the other day when I was sort of flapping on the Facebook Live. Um, it's a celebration of the city, isn't it? Of course you know, it's, it is. It's what, yeah, it's your opportunity to give a big pat on the back to the people and the places that make this city such a great place to live, work and you're going playing I guess. Yeah and it's not just about the places that are there all the time you know if you've seen an event this year um, that came to town and you loved it like tell us about it. Well, you know what's interesting just on that I won't give anything away because I don't want to prompt anyone to vote for anything or nominate anything just yet like in terms of you know mm-hmm. steering them but I looked at in terms of like a live event and I in fairness I was thinking it probably more like festivals like your, your staples Yeah that come like live at Leeds and Leeds Festival yeah. and things like Pride and But you know what's really funny about that is that I've seen like a few like just gigs and shows like one off shows be like nominated yeah. and that's that's quite intriguing because I didn't really think we'd get much of that but there's been a few um, gigs that come through oh brilliant okay that's, that's good and then alternative events that can be anything from a club night that you love that you don't think enough people know about to food events like Leeds Indie Food yeah. which is lovely and I know is very popular like anything just a bit quirky and different again anything that you think might not fit into the conventional brackets we've got there yeah we want it to call, it's, it's almost like the category for I can't find the category for what I want to yeah. nominate <laughs> yeah. and you know it's funny actually because I've seen some of the nominations and we, we are, you know, we're, we're more than welcome for um, businesses to give themselves a part of the back as well yeah if you want to nominate yourself or if your manager is amazing and you want to nominate the business you work for because you love it like get in touch and it's funny because um a few businesses I've gone down the line of going down the very conventional one and then going for the alternative one. I quite like that. I thought you're getting both bases covered there, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. So nominations are open until October 24th, uh, so you've got plenty of time. And we're going to keep that big nomination story on the homepage. So if you head to leads-life.co.uk, you cannot miss it. And then it's just a quick fill out of a form, and there you go, you've put them forward. And there's two things that I want to add to that because I'll forget if I don't say there's two things. That's <laughs> fine. And the first one is that once the nominations are closed, we will get a shortlist together for each category, and then you have an opportunity to vote for your favourite. And they will be all the winners will be announced just before Christmas, probably in no, the end of November. So, so they can get the awards as a nice Christmas present. Exactly, with a nice sort of free early Christmas present, obviously. And then the other thing, which is a nice little incentive to obviously give us your nominations, is that we're giving away a lunch meal for two with a bottle of wine at Matt Healy's restaurant, The Foundry. Oh, of course, yeah, the prize draw. I've forgotten about this. So yeah, not only are you giving your favourite things in Leeds uh, a nomination, you get the chance to go eat and drink at the foundry for free have a lovely lunch yeah just for telling us who your favourites are exactly and when I was talking to Matt the other day down there uh, when he helped us launch the awards which you can see the video on our Facebook page and online on our website he was telling me there's been a few celebrities in there recently as well so you might go for lunch and do a bit of celeb spotting if that's your thing okay defo but yeah um, we thank you for your time and listening to us as always so yeah nice mixed episode I'd say this week yeah definitely (laughs) highbrow lowbrow panto awards (laughs) The panther was the most high bell, I would say. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Anything with an anim- uh, animatronic crocodile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and obviously we'd love you to vote, um, to, sorry, we'd love you to nominate in the awards, so... Yes. Like, yeah. Get involved. Until next time, we will see you. See you later. Bye.